Hey, welcome to RCM Real Estate Show where we talk about real estate conversations. Uh, we talk about ideas around real estate just to motiv motivate each other to, to move ahead uh, through this crazy world which uh, is dealing up different things every day. Welcome aboard everyone. Got a great question over the weekend. How do we attract and rank, uh, retain great tenants? Of course, uh, one of the challenges as real estate moves forward is will rents actually go on to double in value? Um, will we actually live in a period where what we buy today, um, we wake up closer to retirement with a much higher rental return? I certainly have some opinions on that. I think um, today people struggle you know, for the most part, as tenants to pay more rent. So putting the rents up is going to be uh, certainly possible for a certain type of real estate and uh, less possible for other real estate. So I think the real estate world, the property world is dividing really in two where we are going to see some more affluent type of tenants, some wants-based wants based tenants as opposed to needs-based tenants needing shelter or wanting shelter. Um, it's going to be an interesting split in society. So it is a really good question. I uh, absolutely think this is a critical battleground for property investors into the future that certainly after the, this little wave of capital growth um, comes and goes, I think the battleground of real estate will be over rental returns. Low rates are here to stay. If we can start to create income from our assets from rents, that is going to be a big reason as to why people buy real estate. When we think about really uh, what we want as a landlord, we want an extended period of occupancy from our tenants, we want tenants where we can put the rents up. We want low vacancies in our area. And uh, really, we want um, a low level of costs going out to fund the asset. So we want this cash flow dynamic because uh, really, the more cash flow we've got in an asset, the better off we are. Uh, we can hold that asset for a long period of time. Now, to answer this question, um, I like to go a little bit deeper than potentially the, I guess, surface level answer. Surface level answer to this is, you know, you get yourself a really good property, make sure it's got really good amenities inside the property, you know, things like um, heating and cooling and extra storage and, you know, uh, an abundant level of design. You'll certainly do very well with attracting the right tenant. Now, we need to understand that in Australia, really the goal from federal government and state's government is to produce a new property every three minutes and 55 seconds. This creates almost like a downward pressure on real estate in the context that if your property is not appealing, then, um, you know, it starts to go down in rental value, not up in rental value. Now, like anything, there are situations that come along and just um, change the landscape. Coronavirus has obviously um, held up the property market in the rental space at the moment. Um, there's been sort of monitoriums on rental increases and rule changes and 
things like that over the last 12 months. You know, evictions very, very difficult to do at the moment. Um, that's not a normal marketplace. It's a bit of an abnormal marketplace. But I do think um, when it comes to attracting tenants, you know, in a surface level discussion, things like great photography, um, obviously, you know, your billboard is the internet. If you are looking to attract a new tenant, you've got to spend money on really good photography. Really, you're trying to, um, with your listing online, is to win an appointment. That's really the purpose of marketing on the real estate. You're just trying to, your real estate agent is just trying to win an appointment. Um, and so you really should spend money on marketing because those that spend more money on marketing win the appointment. Uh, the second thing at a surface level is just security. You know, um, good tenants love security. They love uh, a very safe environment to live in. Um, no different to you and I. No one really wants to go and live in an unsafe property, an unsafe part of town. Um, so safety is a big one. And then I think, obviously, knowing that every three minutes and 55 seconds a new property is created, the battleground for tenants is really just comfort and design. So offering them something which is, you know, really appeasing around that space is a great way to attract and retain great long-term tenants that pay good rents. Going a little bit deeper, I recently wrote a book called How to Hold Real Estate for a Bloody Long Time. It was a bit of a guidebook. It wasn't, uh, you know, my best works where you've got like books that are just thick on real estate. Um, it was a bit of a guidebook and I'm actually probably going to rewrite it. But in that, in that book, I talk about something which is, uh, you know, uh, interesting in, I guess, the modern economy. I called it the whole triad. The whole triad is there's sort of three parts of this puzzle to attract really good tenants. The first part of the puzzle is to be a really good landlord. And some of the behaviours of being a good landlord are discussed in that book where really, um, you know, today being a landlord is not being a slumlord. Being a landlord is also... Um, working with your tenants to, to make sure that they want to stay for a long time. And so inside that book, I go into a lot of detail about what a really good landlord actually offers the tenant marketplace. It's sort of the first part of the puzzle. The second part of the puzzle to me is um, the tenants. Today in Australia, the tenant persona is certainly morphing and um, many companies do spend bucket loads like hundreds of thousands of dollars working out what type of people are in society uh, and today you know society is morphing and the tenant market is morphing and this is where I think it's really important to understand the different people inside society whether they're uh, what are known as leading lifestyles they are actually wanting to rent a livestock so they will pay more rent for a lifestyle orientated asset how important is that to understand as we go into this sort of uh, battleground where we want rising rents into the future we've got groups like the metrotex metrotex are fundamentally part of the smart economy 
the smart economy, the knowledge economy, sometimes it's known as. Uh, today, some of the knowledge workers, which are, you know, part of society, are earning a lot of money. They're earning, you know, 150, 250, 350 uh, in wages, but they're renters. And it's interesting, you know, um, I recently looked at some rental uh, applications in a building in Brisbane and the tenants actually earned more money than the landlords as a wage um, dynamic. And you're, you actually see this a lot in society that there is a highly skilled uh group of people in society that earn a bucket load of money in some respects more than the landlord who's uh you know quite often sometimes the landlord the investor is uh a bit bit more of a battler trying to get ahead in life using real estate as a wealth vehicle and some of the tenants are the polar opposite they're um absolutely making a bucket load of money and they're just uh, again renting this kind of lifestyle dynamic so we want to retain and attract really good tenants behaviorally in society that's possible we've got to put our real estate behaviorally where those people are and as they earn more money that's great because we can charge more rent it kind of works along those lines the opposite spectrum of that is people that struggle to make ends meet their uh wages are you know, not growing and they're falling behind as the expense of society increases. And so they struggle to be this kind of tenant where, um, you know, putting the rent up five bucks or whatever it is, is is even a challenge for them. This is where your property manager will be like, well, you know, they're going to really struggle to pay an extra $20 a week. And you've got to then make these decisions to you just terminate the lease, do you start over? And and again, I think it's a whirlwind where it's unnecessary. And the final part of the whole triad, remember the first part is you as a landlord, second part is uh, the tenants, the humanistic side of tenants in society. The third part is really buying real estate in a cash flow precinct. And uh, I'm a believer you can get both cash flow and capital growth from real estate from the same property. And I teach 13 different ways to achieve that so that you're actually buying in a real real estate marketplace which lends itself to rental growth um, as much as capital growth. And again, I think the value of that probably today is, um, you know, something that goes by the wayside because everyone's fixated on low rates, but what if being fixated on the low rates is actually the wrong metric to be fixated on? Wouldn't it be more uh, make more sense to be fixated on the rental income and the future rental income of a neighbourhood or a property? So I think there's two ways to answer this surface level. You know, you want security, you want um, great, um, you know, marketing for your real estate. And obviously, you want a design-led property, which kind of is appealing. And when I say that, whether it's new or old, just make sure it's got really good levels of design, which attract, you know, great um, tenants. You know, you can add design elements through small renovation. Um, just making things more pleasing and appealing is a great way to do 
that. Um, obviously, that's probably an RSAM episode in its entirety, how to add appeal to a property. We might do that this week um, because a lot of a lot of that is obviously, um, you know, uh, small cosmetic improvements. Um, and then, uh, you know, taking the surface level aside, I teach the whole triad. Be a good landlord, have good tenants, and buy in cash flow marketplaces. I teach 13 of them, and I use that 13 in cities, not weird, um, you know, little, you know, mining towns or something like that. 13 cash flow strategies for the urban economy. Hey, that's it for today. For today. Um, I don't know if I answered the question, but I uh, gave it a good shot. Um, and uh, hey, I think we can do a follow-up on this one. Thanks for coming along today, guys. Uh, have a great day.